Welcome to the first in a new series of podcasts from the Science Museum. These podcasts will act as companion pieces to our exhibition, Aramics to Electronica, Revealing Histories of Electronic Music, offering more information about the objects and people featured in it. just heard was made by Daphne Aram, a pioneering electronic musician and the inventor of the infamous Aramics machine. The acquisition of this proto-synthesizer in 2010 inspired us to dedicate an exhibition to the history of electronic music. When the Aramics machine arrived at the museum, it was in a very poor state, having been stored in terrible conditions for many years. We spoke to conservator Dennis Kellis Krauss, who spent countless hours lovingly repairing and cleaning the Aramics machine before it was put on display. My name's Dennis uh, Callis Krauss. I'm a conservator with the Science Museum, and I was involved right from the beginning when this um, Aramics machine first came into the um, Science Museum, helping to collect it down in London, bringing it out to Rotten, and then assessing it for all the conservation issues. What did you know about the machine before you saw it or before it arrived? Um, I didn't know anything, so I had to do a lot of research on the internet, and um, it was absolutely fascinating. That's part of the treatment, is to understand the object you're working on. So I went on the internet, found out a lot of information about both Daphne and her machine, and um, I was able to have a better understanding of the object after that. So of the things that you, you found out, what struck you about the machine and about Daphne? Um, I was absolutely fascinated that this woman working in the 1960s had such a vision and that she was able to take a completely creative idea and actually make it concrete um, to be able to tell a technician, I want you to build this or I want you to make that. Um, a lot of people will look at the object and they'll laugh at it because of the way it's constructed, but I really admire her for being able to do what she did because, to me, it's pure creativity. So as a character, she's quite intriguing. It's not just the machine. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I've become really quite fascinated with her, and in a sense, by working so intimately with the object, I feel that I've got a, a more intimate relationship with her, even though I never met her. What were some of the specific quirks or details you found in the machine that really, really struck you? When you, when you... Um, well, it, it's old technology. And what I found interesting was um, 
removing some of the glass valves and there'd be a little handwritten note on it saying replaced such and such a date and of course all this would be documented and then when I went um, and spoke to Dr. Grierson about it he was so excited because he said oh my goodness that means she was still working on it in 1972 or whatever so it was those little details that the average person wouldn't have found but because I was actually removing parts and cleaning them and putting them back together, that's, um, you know, it was like little hidden messages. Are there any other little notes on there, handwritten? Oh, yes, there's so many. And unfortunately, um, a lot of them were just put on with adhesive tape, and they've all been falling off. So we actually had a, a pile of notes and um, insignias and things like that sitting on the ground underneath the machine, and we have no idea where those... Um, those uh, signs came from. I saw one, we were filming in Blythe House, and I saw one that said, do not use. <laughs> what do you make of that? Have you seen that one? Do you make of that? Um, I'm trying to think about which one that is. Yes, I think I do know. And that, what I think of that is that that was something that they had tried and that it didn't work. So they, instead of, they weren't going to disassemble it, they keep it to the side, but they said definitely do not use. So, you know, an indication of the process, the ongoing process of uh, creativity, I think. What do you hope, uh, although yourself not involved in the curational side of it, what do you hope visitors or people will get out of the, uh, the exhibition? I, I hope that they will be fascinated by it because there's so much electronic music in the, in the, you know, in the 21st century, and I don't think people understand the, the roots of it and where it came from. Um, you know, somebody that's a bit older like myself remembers, you know, Moog synthesizers and things like that. But I'd never even heard of Daphne Orem or what she did. And yet to be able to look at what she did and to realize that she was working alongside all these other great people that were creating synthesized music, unfortunately it never caught on. It never went anywhere. When you first heard Daphne's music, what did you make of that? I have yet to hear some. I haven't heard any of it yet. What, what do you imagine it to be like from having seen the physical machine? Um, I would imagine it to be um, to probably be quite eerie because the idea was that she was converting shapes and designs into sound. And just knowing what I do know about physics and engineering, I would imagine that the sounds would be um, quite ethereal sounding. Mick Grierson said to me when I first met him in the machine um, that uh, it was a sort of really almost sort of counterintuitive approach, drawing sounds. It's such a kind of unusual approach. Mm. I mean, what do, you, what do you make of it? It's just from a, from a physics point of view, of it, the idea mm. of drawing your way from uh, See, to me, it, didn't, it wasn't counterintuitive. To me, it, it made a lot of sense. Maybe from his point of view and with his background, um, it didn't make sense to him. But I can see the idea of using symbols and using shapes with light to create sounds actually is quite clever and um, I could imagine painting a picture which is I think what she was thinking In coming weeks we'll hear from people closely involved with creating the exhibition from those who were themselves electronic music pioneers and from contemporary musicians who are still pushing back sonic and technical boundaries today Oramics to Electronica is a temporary exhibition about electronic music history in Science Museum London, running till December 2012.